Hello, welcome to Fangraphs Audio. I'm Carson Sestouli. Uh, the attentive listener will notice the lack of Herb Alpert um, and his Tijuana Brass. Uh, today is a, a special edition of Fangraphs Audio, not so much a podcast. Uh, we have, uh, following my little introduction here, some sounds of the game. Um, it's a recording I made with uh, Jackie Moore and David Appleman at a Colorado, uh, Colorado Rockies and Milwaukee Brewers game at Maryvale Park uh, during our Fangraphs uh, trip to Arizona. It's not, uh, I, w- I wouldn't describe it hard-hitting, uh, but I would describe it as occasionally whimsical and uh, containing references to pop culture that are sure to please young and old alike. Um, so so here, are, um, here are some clips uh, from those recordings um, that I made with Jackie uh, Moore and David Appleman, the Dark Overlord of Fangraphs, um, following right now. Here at Mar- Maryvale. Now we have Garth Yorg at first. Maryvale Park with uh, David Appleman and Jack Moore, reporting reporting live from the the, the bowels of uh, Midwesterdom. We have uh, here. We actually we haven't figured out who's pitching yet. We have um, number forty-eight for. The Rockies. The listener might have a better idea of who that is, uh, but uh, as we are speaking, David Appleman is downloading the MLB at bat app um, from, I guess, using 3G technology. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and how? What are we at in terms of a status report? In terms, was that Appleman's reaching into his pocket? It, actually, I don't. I've, I've done a lot of radio work, but it would do well to describe Appleman. Um, I know that I've, I've referred to him on the site a number of times as the Dark Overlord. Um, and maybe with Jack's help, I could sort of give an accurate physical description. Oh, those drones you hear are Wiki Weeks actually being... That's not Joe West, is it? No, that's not Joe West. We almost we thought we had Joe West, but that was uh, Ricky Weeks being uh, picked off first um, by a, uh, an enthusiastic umpire and by this pitcher number 48, who I'm going to guess is... Esmil Rogers. I, I want to guess Esmil Rogers as well. Jack wants to guess him. It could be Shasin, though. Could also be Shasin. And in fact, in terms of their profiles, Jack, um, now we know Shasin, uh, given his minor league track record, showed strikeouts, decent control of strike zone. Beyond that, and then, um, and then, let's see. Uh, that was Carlos Gomez getting thrown out. And uh, he also shows ground balls. I mean, how would you place Esmo Rogers' profile beyond that? I actually am not familiar with Esmo Rogers' profile. Well, I can speak from experience. I think it's a similar profile. Um, and he actually, I think he might have made a start or two didn't, uh, last season, 2010. Didn't have uh, great numbers, but actually excelled. Did pretty nicely in the uh, out of the bullpen. Um, but in terms of returning to our original, uh, our previous... Um, subject matter here: uh, it, a physical description of David Appleman as Ryan Braun steps to the plate, takes a strike from another enthusiastic compare. He is about, uh, I'd say, what six eight? Yeah, it's approximately six eight, and he weighs. It's a lean three hundred. If you can have a lean, if you can be a lean three hundred, he's about that. And I would describe it. His skin color, I don't know if, if skin can be shadowy, 
if it can be shadowy. But did you ever see? Um, he's like a he's like a like a villain that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles never thought up. But it's sort of like a combination of all of them. You would have been way worse than Krang, that's for sure. Way Krang. Krang was Krang was just like a brain floating around in his little. But what about his body? Like, his... no, that's actually not David Alfman's voice. I, I should be clear about this. That's that's uh, David Appleman's um, helper, who um... probably probably the worst insult ever. You 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 look like Krang. No, no, no. I said, what? That's not what I said. I said it'd be way worse than Krang in terms of villainy. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think everyone, everyone in the listening audience. Was pretty clear about that, um, but yeah, he. I think he. He's not so much. It's like hard to see him because he's kind of. He's a specter. He's a shadowy specter. Yep. Yeah. Jack. Jack Moore totally agrees with that. And. Um, by, by the way, it, it's Rogers. It says Mo Rogers. We do. We do have confirmation from. From a David Affleman's helper. Uh, who's nameless actually? We just call him the helper. Um, and that is Ryan Braun grounding out 6-3. Uh, that's the end of the bottom of the first. No runs. One of in the first, no runs, no hits, no errors, no one left on base. I concur entirely with that assessment of the inning. That's right. Ryan Braun, uh, actually, curious in this instance, uh, Ryan Braun's now wearing his uniform. He's actually wearing a uh, leopard-printed shirt. Yeah, this is one of uh, his famous Remedy line. Now, is that a shirt that you've seen on racks before, or is he, is he kind of modeling that for us today? I feel like I've seen him out in public before. I've never seen him at a store, but I, I've definitely seen them on Google image search pictures of JJ Hardy. Now, um, I don't know if you ever did this, Jack, like to do like a um, like an art class, maybe back in your um, in your Wisconsin childhood, where you would do um, tie dye shirts, or, oh, yeah, sure. or make maybe like a spin art design. Yeah, we did that. We did that as a as a dorm activity my freshman year of college. Yeah. Now, here's a question. I heard rumors that actually uh, the way Braun makes the prints is he'll actually just put a um, like a like a cat or cat vomit into a blender and then like do like a spin art. I, I don't know all the details, you know, but like do a spin art that way. Well, if that's not true, he should probably try it because I feel like there's a lot of uh, unexplored, you know, creative options there. Yeah, and he can maybe do some uh, cross promotional stuff with Gallagher. <laughs> we have a confirmation. Gallagher two. Who is what Gallagher's brother or something? Yeah, yeah. And he pretends to be Gallagher. Right. But then Gallagher sued him. Uh, getting to baseball now. We we're in the top of the second here at Maryvale Park, and we have uh, Jose Lopez playing uh, batting now, uh, in the top of the second for the Colorado Rockies, playing second base. Jack, Jack, could you talk briefly, maybe f- at least from what you know about the. Um, about the infield situation here in, in for Colorado? Um, well, there's a lot of guys playing for not a whole lot of spots. Um, I didn't even know Ty Wigginton was on the Rockies, and he's going to have a hard time finding playing time because between second and third, they have Jose Lopez, Wigginton, Chris Nelson, um, Jonathan Herrera, um, Ian Stewart, 
I feel like I'm missing one more. Did you say did Eric say Young Jr.? Eric Young Jr., that's the one. And did I say Chris Nelson already? You said Chris Nelson. Okay, yeah, that's it. But that's that's plenty, I would think, for 1,200 plate appearances and at most four roster spots. So that'll be an interesting one to watch, I think. So we just had a fly out here uh, by Jose Lopez to short center, fielded uh, by Carlos Gomez. Also interesting is that even with all this glut of talent, well, I suppose talent might be a relative term in this case. There's not a whole lot of... Better than you and me. Right. But even with all these players at those positions, the Rockies have been rumored to be exploring a Michael Young trade, which seems pretty crazy to me because I think I would pretty clearly rather have Herrera and over Young and, I don't know, maybe a couple of the other guys too. Yeah, I, th- I think it's it's peculiar. Uh, for now, it seems like Young is staying put, although uh, certainly those rumors um, were at, were active a couple weeks ago. The batter, I should say now, for Colorado is uh, Ryan Spielborgs. Um, Madison Mallard, I believe. For, yeah, yeah, definitely a former member of the Northwoods. Uh, Northwoods. I can't remember if he was uh, Madison Mallard or lacrosse logger. One of the two. It's one of those questions we could ask ourselves all day. The uh, Spielborgs uh, actually is, uh, a lot of people don't know, uh, cousin of Steven Spielberg. Show the rage, Judy! That's uh, uh, Uni Betancourt recording the out uh, there, 6-3. to three. Spielborgs. Uh, this is my boy Spielberg. right here. Yeah, now we have uh, Chris Iannetta up right now, who uh, one of the few semi-talented Italian players in the league right now. We got a real dearth after Joey Votto. Things really... Uh, He's Canadian, so that almost doesn't count. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, what, what self-respecting Italian would have emigrated to Canada? Right. Uh, but Ionetta does appear set at this point to have, uh, probably the, for the first time in three years, a clear shot at the starting role. Um... He's in camp. He's yeah, what? I mean, what's his competition? Um, some combination of Willen Rosario, Jordan Pacheco, Michael McHenry, Jose Morales, and Jose Morales, formerly of the uh, Minnesota Twins. I mean, has Ionetta, Jack? Is this one of those instances where Ionetta hasn't been given a fair shake, or maybe we should trust the Rockies in their assessment of his talent? Um, I don't think he's been given a fair shake, but. Uh... And I think with that, sorry, uh, Ionetta feel uh, uh, sort of a eh, a lazy fly ball to right field, uh, caught by Chris Dickerson, who it actually has to be said with Dickerson in right and Gomez in center, uh, it's probably the best defense this Brewers team has seen in the outfield for a while. Yeah, they did that a few times last season as well, but I mean only very few. And you could definitely tell that uh, fewer balls are dropping in than with uh, Corey Hart plotting out there and right. Do, do we have an idea where Hart is today? Is he is he just sitting normal rest? I, I don't know. Is he probably maybe he's uh, he and Casey McGee or they're talking about goatee growing or something. Probably, probably considering dyeing their uh, their various hairs jet black. Like, uh, like J.J. Hardy and Corey Hart did a couple years ago. One of the most disgusting things that ever happened to Corey Hart. Yeah, it sounds irksome, I would say. Up against some pretty stiff competition. There's a lot of disgusting things about Corey Hart. Yeah. Mr. Hart, if you're listening, that's for you. Appleman? Nah. 
you know, soaking in the game. Uh, well, we'll leave you alone right now. Uh, but this has been a uh, a a live recorded report uh, from Maryvale Park in Phoenix, Arizona. The Polish. Yeah, Guido. Are you rooting for the Italian? Number four, the hot dog. Jackie. Jackie, what do we have going on here right now? A sausage race. Who do you, uh, do you have a favorite? I'm a big fan of Cinco, the chorizo. All right, so folks, we have a, uh, once again at Maryvale Park. We got Cinco. The chorizo sausage. He's also uh, he's winning the race a lot. He's, getting, he's ahead of the German, the German sausage, and uh, he's also oh, getting. The German sausage would be Brett Wurst. Yeah, Brett Wurst. And he's uh, and the chorizo wins. Cinco. He was all, Cinco, the chorizo. And he was also uh, fielding high fives from the crowds as he won. A little bit of showboating there. Jack, is that uh, normal? Would you, uh, I mean, have you seen that sort of showboating before? Uh, no, I haven't. That's about as rare as Randall Simon uh, taking out a sausage with a baseball bat. It's a pop culture reference. Um, now, Appleman, uh, that's your first sausage race? Yeah, I haven't seen one before. I mean, we have the national, we, we have the president's race in D.C. and Which is a dirty ripoff. Right, but it, it's also kind of fun because Teddy never wins. And, that, and that, that's like a rule. That it, it seems to be a rule. Yeah. So how? What was your your feeling about? Now this is the spring training sausage race, so we can't necessarily we can't expect them to be at you know midseason form. But what was your thoughts on this? Just you know, just seeing it for the first time. Well, I, I was I was a little unimpressed. Uh, it, it didn't seem like much. It seemed very quick. And uh, they only did half the race because in the regular season they don't stop at home plate. They go all the way to the. Uh, they start at one pole. I think they start at left field in Miller Park and run all the way to the right field pole. Uh, uh, I don't think they're allowed two poles. Only only one pole. <laughs> pole sausage. Yeah, that would be Stash Genjack. Too much. That's TMI. Um. <laughs> yeah, I, I like I like a come from behind victory, and this one was you know the the front runner just ran away with it. I hear what you're saying, definitely. I will say it was uh, it, it, it wasn't there wasn't a lot of drama. Um, now I have seen it actually at uh, Miller Miller Park. Oh wait, and then, sorry, I just pausing briefly. Uh, pause briefly. Charlie Blackman uh, has been announced. He's in left field now, and uh, we'll get more more to him later. Uh, now I've been to the uh, race. At Miller Park. Um, however, uh, as it was part of the uh, Miller Park Drunk, uh, what was the event called? Uh, the Miller Park Drunk Pants Party. Right, the pants party. Um, that was mostly a drink fest. I mean, it was a party with pants. What do you What do you expect? Right. So right. <laughs> Point taken. Um, now beyond that, uh, as I mentioned very briefly, uh, Charlie Blackman is now in left field for the Colorado Rockies. Uh, Charlie Blackman, as the listener may or may not know, uh, is a favorite of Carson Sestouli's. He's definitely on uh, Carson Sestouli's non-prospect prospect list. Uh, if you uh, are near a computer now or are a computer, if you're a computer person listening to this, 
use the Fangraphs app or go to Fangraphs.com. Look up Charlie Blackman's minor league stats. What you're going to find there, here's a couple things. Um, you're going to find excellent contact rate, uh, something le- you know less than 15 strikeouts, um, 15% strikeouts per event. Um, you're going to find a decent walk rate. You're going to find uh, decent power, especially for a guy who can handle center field um, with some ease. And you're going to find some stolen bases. So whether you're talking about fantasy, whether you're talking about um, something that people refer to as reality, uh, you're in either case you're getting a top prospect. And uh, uh, he make a slightly inauspicious debut in this particular game. Uh, he pinch hit, or sorry, pinch ran for Jose Lopez, and uh, was immediately doubled off after a liner was hit to Luis Cruz, the Milwaukee Brewers second baseman. Reporting from Maryvale Park, I'm Carson Sestouli, Fangraphs.com. Hopefully this one turns out better than Juan Francis.